After months of public hearings into the robo-debt scheme, Stuart Robert took the stand yesterday. Now, he was the Minister for Government Services when the coalition scheme, which was designed to strengthen the integrity of the welfare system and claw back billions in savings, began to unravel. Now he's taken absolute responsibility for the implementation for the illegal scheme. Ministers are required to defend the government's programs regardless if they agree with them or not. I remain a cabinet minister and I'm responsible for holding the cabinet line. And as a dutiful cabinet minister, ma'am, that's what we do. Misrepresent things to the Australian public. Uh, I wouldn't respectfully put it that way. Government Services Minister Bill Shorten joins me in the studio. Minister, welcome. Good morning, Patricia. Stuart Robert admitted he made false statements in support of robo-debt because he, he wasn't permitted to tell the truth about the unlawfulness of its of it because of Cabinet protocol, Cabinet solidarity. Is that how Cabinet solidarity works? No, not in my opinion. First of all, the Royal Commission hasn't made its final findings. We're responding to particular evidence, so I put that caveat around what I'm about to say. But... There's no book I've ever read anywhere, no doctrine, no, no opinion, no expert I've ever heard say that cabinet solidarity means that you're allowed to misrepresent facts to the Australian people. Cabinet solidarity, in essence, is a, a doctrine which says that cabinet ministers have an art, can talk through policies in the sanctity of cabinet, but once a decision's made, they all have to support it. That's fine, and that's important for the how... If a government's always fighting with itself, then that's no good for the people or government. But I do not believe that the doctrine of cabinet solidarity extends to giving permission for people, for ministers, to give false statements about the lawfulness of their actions or to misrepresent facts. I think that the Royal Commissioner's statement as a general principle is unarguable, where she said... Um, that it, it doesn't allow you to misrepresent things. To, it doesn't allow you to misrepresent things to the Australian people. She says, "Cabinet." She says, "Cabinet solidarity." It doesn't compel you to say things that you don't believe to be true. It's one thing to say do you support a policy, but you're not allowed to make up the facts. Okay. So, what are the penalties for ministers in these situations? Should they face punishment? What are the consequences from this? Well. I think it's peak bizarre that you can say that cabinet solidarity allows you to give false statements. Um, as for the consequences, this is new ground, I think, in terms of someone just saying what they said. It, the Royal Commission still has to make its determination. So if listeners can hear some hesitation in my voice, I don't want to get ahead of the Royal Commission. But um, I thought... I mean, there's two big issues which arose out of the evidence yesterday, and I must say again, Mr Roberts has said under oath his version of events, so, you know, that stands. Uh, but the two big things out of yesterday for people who haven't been following this dreadful robo-debt chapter of Australian public administration where hundreds of thousands of Australians had unlawful debts raised against them by the most powerful entity in Australia, the Commonwealth, and it went for four and a half years. But... There's been a series of evidence from public servants, uh, the former Secretary of the Department, Renee Leon, who um, is very respected in, in, many, in many ways, 
and the acting chief counsel or the lawyer to the um, department, they both said that in their evidence they uh, alerted Minister Robert to the potential of unlawfulness in the scheme as early as uh, July. Um, The scheme continued on till November. Um, In the meantime, Mr Robert, to state his case, he denies that. So what we've got is a clash of facts and the Royal Commission will have to determine that. But then we had the second sort of second issue arising out, this notion that the Minister said that it was the consequence of his evidence was that it uh, the commission took the the minister was saying cabinet solidarity allows you to make false statements and I I, I think there'll be a lot of people okay so let's questioning that today. yeah okay they might be questioning it but what is the clarity I mean you say this is new ground um, yesterday Rosalind Dixon professor of law mm. at the University of New South Wales spoke on PM and she says. Uh, that the, actually Stuart Robert makes largely a good point about uh, cabinet solidarity, that he was obligated actually by ca- cabinet solidarity. What do you say to that? Well, cabinet solidarity means you've got to support a policy, but I don't think it means that you're allowed to make up facts to support the policy. I don't think uh, if you... if I can only think how I would handle the same situation. Uh, Mr Robert says he wasn't told it was unlawful. But if I was told there was a uh, major problem and we were still issuing tens of thousands of debt notices under something which my public servants had told me was a major problem legally, I'd pause the program. Okay. Not, not... He did. He says he did take action. Should he have resigned? Well, you do res- you're meant to resign if you don't agree with the policy and you can't support it. Mr Roberts' evidence is that he had massive personal misgivings, but clearly not enough to make him take the act of Should conscience. Should he have, though? Is that the, is that the uh, recourse in our system? Well, the theory is that if you really disagree with the policies, uh, you pack the parachute and you jump out of the cabinet plane. Um, I'm not going to second-guess his value system. If he didn't think it was enough to make him want to resign, that was his call. I think the real issue for me here... and is that the Royal Commission hasn't yet reported, but I do not believe uh, that Cabinet Solidarity allows you to say things uh, which you fundamentally don't believe to be true. Okay, so if the Cabinet hadn't made a determination that it wanted to dump the scheme and so he was trying to adhere with the Cabinet, mm. what what are the changes that might be needed in our system to um, deal with cases like this in the future? There's one thing to talk about the past but you want to future-proof it, right? Absolutely. That's why I and Labor called for this Royal Commission, which the Coalition didn't want. No, I think it's okay to have the principle that you argue through a policy uh, in the Cabinet. You mightn't support it ultimately within the Cabinet, but as a group you have the argument and then you stick together. That's fine. But I've never heard of a Cabinet solidarity um, principle being stretched to cover a set of circumstances where you say that 99 0.2% of the debts being raised were fine when, in fact, you just don't believe that. So it's one thing to say I support the policy. It's another thing if you then re- – it doesn't require to – I don't think the Cabinet Solidarity requires you to lie about facts in the matter. Now, I'm not saying Mr Rott was lying, but if you're asking me as a Cabinet Minister, I don't think anyone in our Cabinet system says that Cabinet Solidarity means that you just use and assert facts which – you have severe doubt to be true. But there can't be any consequences on that premise, though. The, the, what, where are the consequences? 
Oh, I think um, people are busy, but for those who have bothered to listen to yesterday and as it gradually filters out, I think a lot of ordinary Australians will say, you're not allowed to make stuff up in the, under the basis of the rubric of Cabinet Solidarity. Not saying that's what Mr Robert did, but I think the way it's being covered and reported, it's not good for our confidence in the Australian democracy that ministers can say, I support the policy, but they don't have to double down on facts and, and issues which are just not, um, which were not true. Do you think he's fit to be on the opposition front bench? The Royal Commission hasn't finally decided. There's a number of public servants who've given evidence um, and we have to wait to see, and politicians, we have to wait at one level to see what does the Royal Commission say. But at another level, I don't know if Mr Dutton, does he condone this version of Cabinet Solidarity? Does he condone a version of Cabinet Solidarity which says it's okay to make up false facts? That's the Minister for Government Services and the NDIS, Bill Shorten. You're listening to ABCRM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app. Hey, podcasters, just wanted to mention, if you're looking for more stories about the law and justice, without a whole lot of legal jargon, check out The Law Report on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.